0: listening to the Leadership Woman podcast with me, Jill Savile. And today's guest, uh, I'm very excited to have a guest who is probably younger than than the average Person that uh, that I work with, but um, she's she describes herself as a curious learner, and I know her because she's part of the aspiring leaders group, uh, which is a group of young people who I absolutely think are going to be leaders of the future and change the world. So, um, welcome, Ksenia. Thank you, thank
1: you, Jill, so much for having me.
0: You're you're welcome, and we have just had a quick chat about the fact that this is going to be relaxed and we we don't really know where it's going to go, Um, so maybe we can start with your background because you weren't always in in Luxembourg, so where did you begin? Um, Yeah, sure,
1: so I um, originally come from Russia, I studied there, I was born there and uh, after my bachelor' degree, which was in public administration, I wanted like to go abroad. I wanted to explore the world because as I said I'm really curious. Uh, so I started exploring different options. Where can I go? What can I see? And after some research, I found out uh, about one scholarship that I particularly liked. It was a scholarship for studying master's degree in Germany. After a long process, I finally got this scholarship and I moved to Germany. So I studied in Germany for a couple of years. I finished my master's degree. Then as it was in Trier, and you know, Trier is really close to Luxembourg. I found my internship in Luxembourg. After my internship, uh, I got an offer to stay. And uh, that's how I um, basically stayed in Luxembourg in the financial environment. And after some time, that's how I also met you there. <laughs> yes. So that was Luxembourg. And yeah, now, as you know, I'm in Ireland. moved here a couple of weeks ago because I found another job. After three beautiful years in Luxembourg, I again got really curious to explore something else. And yes, that's how I found another job in a big tech company and moved to Dublin.
0: I can hear this curious working out and moving from country to country. I mean, I've always, I didn't move countries till I was over 50. And and now I'm meeting all of the younger people who, probably because I'm now in the middle of Europe, but who crossing borders is, is just nothing. So just let's go back to... Russia and your upbringing? Because I always think that environment shapes us, our parents shape us. So um, what did your parents think about you moving? Yeah, that's that's a nice question,
1: because I remember um, Germany was not the first attempt, let's say. It was just a scholarship that everything was like perfectly, um, let's say perfect, because of conditions, my education, my background. Before that, I had other attempts, another scholarship. So let's say my parents were already aware that I'm going somewhere. And I remember this, uh, this evening, it was winter. Mm. My father was on the kitchen. He was just watching hockey, of course, you know. <laughs> and uh, I went there, I proposed to drink some tea. That's also very typical. And um, over the cup of tea, I told him, uh, look, I think um, I found some ways. I found um, a financial support from other countries, so I probably want to move abroad to study. And he looked at me and he said, wow, yeah, go for it. That's that sounds really interesting. And uh, he w- and he started like dreaming before even me. He's like, oh, my daughter, you will be like in another country Wow, you will explore. You will speak other languages and he was more excited than i was i remember <laughs> yes yes and when i got scholarship i remember because it was a long anticipation we were waiting uh, after interviews with german professors that i went to moscow and then i received this email i was afraid to open it and my father was like okay let's open let's open And then we opened together and we just started jumping and my mom was just smiling at us because we were jumping like two babies, really. (laughs) They always supported me and they always uh, were really excited. I think they were also curious to see where I will go and how it will
0: work out for me. And, And that's so interesting because I know that many parents, being a parent myself, we tend to be very... Cautious, usually cautious uh, for our children and to say, oh, yes, you know, you might want to do something creative and this, but get a proper job first. You know, I mean, it, it, it's normal, but it sounds like your, your upbringing work was different to that. Your father was dreaming before you were.
1: Yes, yes, that's true, because. He uh, himself also traveled quite a lot within, like within borders of the USSR, uh, and also they were a bit, uh, let's say, different to the environment because he always believed in some, like other, I don't know. He wanted other things to see. He didn't think that where I was living in my city, that was like the the point for me. What I what I can see the like maximum, let's say. He always wanted that I see something else because he himself even not abroad, it was still with the same country, USSR, but he traveled quite a lot. And he said, when you go to other places, you see other things and you something changes in you. So he said, I traveled within USSR and you're going to explore the rest of the world.
0: <laughs> My goodness, he sounds a very wise man.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. And still... Um, when I tell him that, okay, now I move again, he's less surprised, let's say, but more excited still. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So he explored Russia and you were exploring the rest of the world. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like. So um, I met you, I think I met you, um, was it Toastmasters, Festival? Yes, yes. Toastmasters, yes. Um, and you were in the banking sector. And then from afar, I sort of watched you, you created a completely different different life. Things didn't work out in the bank and you were faced, like many people are faced with, okay, so what do I do now? So oh, what did you do then, Sonia? What did you decide?
1: Yeah, first I wanted to also share uh, a short story about how we met and Toastmasters event. Oh, no. Is this embarrassing? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yes, I remember uh, that was my first Toastmasters event, and I was not yet a Toastmaster. And you were there uh, with the, your process communication uh, presentation. Oh. And I remember uh, I was looking at you, and I was thinking, yes, I could listen to you, like, forever. How you were presenting, how you were, <laughs> uh, like you were really owning the room and i was thinking wow yes and you were one of motivations i was thinking yes i should i should sign up for these Toastmasters. i think if i can you know go closer to this level that would be awesome and yeah since then i'm a member of Toastmasters. yes so that was our
0: journey with you started <laughs> and in fact it was further back then i remember because i remember seeing you at a, at a meeting but yes you've gone further back to i'd forgotten that but Thank you. Yes. So it's your fault I've doing podcasts, you see. You said you could listen to me all day.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. And as for banking and finance, yeah, I think um back then I was thinking I need something more dynamic. I know there are dynamic companies. Uh maybe I was just, you know, in a position where I was thinking, yeah, I want something more dynamic, more um so that I can be involved in something around Russian market. I wanted, you know, to maybe even use the language. Um, and I was thinking, where can I be like in a dynamic environment where everything constantly changing? And I would feel because I wanted to, to, to experience such an environment. I wanted to experience uh, maybe even like uncertainty or something that you never know where it will bring you in a good way. Because there are always opportunities and and everything. And I was just uh, reading a lot of descriptions of companies, of positions and everything. And when I saw a position in a big tech company and what was there, what I wanted and what they described and what was the company about, I was thinking, yeah, this is something that this is the chance that I need to take right now and I will see where it will bring me but I felt like this is it, you know, when I saw this position, something inside, you know, you know me and that I trust my voice, mm-hmm. this situation. and it, it told me like, yes, this, this is it for now,
0: this is it. So dynamic, constantly changing. It sounds like you're comfortable with uncertainty, which is something that many people are not, um, were you just born like that, or did you gradually develop this?
1: That's a good question. Um, I think maybe I had it somehow, just I didn't realize, because when I was moving countries, yes, it was of course not easy. I, I don't want to say that from the first day, I'm like, okay, here I am, new country. Of course, everything is different and there are cultural barriers, and other problems that you face. But other than that, after a while, I felt really good and at the correct place, let's say. So I was searching, let's say, for new experience. It means that I was okay with something that uncertain, that I was not even aware of. Like when I moved to Germany, I've never been to Europe before something that some people told me like, wow, that's brave because you don't even know how is it there. You've never even visited the country, but I just wanted to go. And it's the same now with Ireland. I've never been here before. And of course, with the 2020 uh, famous year, right? I think I felt that, yeah, I I am okay with uncertainty. Of course, there are moments when I feel that I'm not, but 90% of time, yes, I feel okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And 2020, yes, of course. It, we will always remember 2020. <laughs> um, I feel you made the best use of 2020. I have never seen anybody go for growth as much as you did. It was as if it was, okay, so I can't go to Ireland. I'm sort of I'm sort of here. What can I do? So do you want to talk a bit about 2020? yes yes
1: i want as much as i wanted it sounds like a beautiful story i also want to say um the other mom uh, to speak about other moments and to be really honest with you especially you know that story <laughs> when when it all started um i didn't believe in online meetings i was not ah, a big yes. fan of them you know i was like I am a people person and I need people interaction. And I was thinking what I can get from online meeting with people, online growth group, is not the same. And you, <laughs> you were constantly writing me that I should try that it's really interesting. And it, if I don't like, I can always leave, right? And I was thinking, okay, just because Jill really recommends it and because Jill just writes me every day, I will go, I will try. <laughs> and as you know now right i'm in two groups and i'm always open to experience anything that you are training for or practicing for so that we are uh, we're building this relationship in this group i'm i'm happy because since march i've met so many interesting successful people and i even had a chance with meet with one of to meet with one of them who was uh, in luxembourg this uh, winter and it it's amazing. Like I feel we are really friends. Uh, we are also chatting over the phone about anything. And I think that yeah, it showed me that I was I was mistaken in like thinking about these meetings like something useless. And in the end of the day, now I'm there. I am a big uh, fan of these meetings of growth, of group growth. And I'm happy that I met so wonderful people. And I hope when it's possible, we will meet in person. But for now, I'm happy that I can continue
0: meeting with everyone, even being already in Ireland. I like the fact that you're describing how you changed your... I I was only thinking this morning about writing an article about how we draw lines. We draw lines, we think, okay, that's not for me, that's not for me, or this is how the world is. And you had a line, yeah, I'm a people person, and, and so did I. I used to coach face-to-face all the time, and I never wanted to go online. And now I absolutely love it. So I also have opened my, my mind to it. I know that you went through a lot of uh, sometimes discovering your strengths, discovering what, what you were good at. How did you go about that?
1: Yeah, I think it's, um, it's more of, again, curiosity and experiencing and things because when I try something new after some time, I understand if I like it or not. And by this, I started exploring myself. First, when I was still at university in Germany, uh, we had this big project to like United Nation model. Uh, When we as students, we try to simulate the work of United Nations. And back then I explored that, wow, I feel that I love public speaking, I love, negotiation I love presenting and that was one of the first insights that I realized because I remember how I I was nervous of course but emotions that I got from the stage they were so overwhelming in a good sense that I was like wow I need more and so then to us masters you know then at work I was trying to find some opportunities also to speak and there were not that much but that's how I I started discovering. And then I was thinking, well, there should be something that I can discover more. And uh, also with your help, I remember, there are all these like find your strengths, like like strengths finder. I don't say they're all um, one size fits all, that you read there and they're all your strengths, no. But I, what I like about them, you read, I read the whole book, you read about each strengths and they give you some ideas. And I took some ideas from there, what I may like. And for instance, like uh, acting, I also was thinking, okay, wow, that's a good idea, and I never thought about it. It was written, if you like uh, public speaking, why not to try, you can also try acting, and all around this. From here also goes people, um, relationship with people, uh, communication, and then of course, process communication that we've done together also gave me so many ideas of how I feel, what can be my strengths, etc. Again, um, there are many tests, like also 16 personalities. I know there are a lot of criticism around this, and I don't ask anybody to believe them 100%. But if you search for some ideas, I find it really useful just to read because I'm exploring, I'm reading a lot, and even in books, sometimes I find ideas. Oh, yes, I can try this but truly understand if this is my strength it's only with practice when i really take something and apply so i guess just exploring yes experimenting let's say
0: explore experiment Um, and you were talking about the personality tests and of course many in my profession use them but again thinking about how I'm changing my mind slightly, you know, becoming more aware. I, I totally agree with how you were describing it. You, you take what resonates uh, about any particular model. And I'm thinking of Margaret Heffernan's book where she, she quoted somebody else who was saying that personality testing was the, one of the biggest waste of money <laughs> ever invented for business or, or something like that. I'll have to find the quote. I'm hoping people listening can hear about how much effort you have put into understanding yourself and uh, how you challenged yourself to do things that maybe you didn't think was a good idea, like joining a group. What key things, then, would you say you got out of this development year?
1: Yeah, I, I was thinking, of course, about how our course, and as you said, discovering myself about our positive intelligent course. Well, I think this is a foundation, because as you say, as I believe also, like leaders, people who want to help other people, you first need to help yourself, try to understand yourself. Is like, I remember a long time ago, I read this quote about the plane when first you put oxygen mask on yourself and then on others. That really struck me because it's something that It's like another quote, right? When you're an empty cup, you cannot feel other cups or other people. And all of this, I realized, like, okay, I need to work first on myself to understand myself. And, of course, groups and positive intelligence helps because it's all about these um, saboteurs, these voices that um, somehow help us, helped us in our childhood. But then they're a little bit destructive probably now, like judge. Who is all, everywhere, etc. So I think this group, this positive intelligent course, has a profound effect, It's still ongoing. As you know, we are still uh, in the process of the course. And I think why this is profound is because it's all about understanding and facing um, your weaknesses, facing who you are and where you fall short, so that you understand yes, it's not perfect, it's not always how you want, but at least you notice now where it goes wrong. So I guess not being afraid to understand something is not working properly and maybe that you want to change instead of ignoring this. This is difficult, but this is something when you when you start working on, it gets better over time. Then of course, with the people, how we are talking in the group, we all in personal stories. It's rare about something, it's, if, it's about, if it's something professional, it still correlates to something personal. So we build these strong relations because we are opening up. So perhaps we're even vulnerable to each other, showing our vulnerabilities. Of course, it's great to be with the like-minded people it's nice even though they're like-minded we always have different opinions which is still great because we are growing we're discovering and yes i think as as we discussed already it's possible to build like really meaningful relationships online that then you can take in real life when it's possible so i guess all of this i think it's about this year was about discovering myself discovering others building a relationship with others and um exploring and again because I was so curious about people and their opinions I felt like every time I was asking and I receiving I was receiving question uh, answers that I was not even expecting
0: and that was that was interesting
1: and you mentioned
0: the you mentioned positive intelligence and that book for anybody who's interested is by Jurisad shamin and although it is exploring yourself, The one of the key things is not to stay in any negative emotion very long, you know, you put your hand on the stove just for the briefest of moments, realize it's hot and then you move on. And it's strengthening that muscle in your brain to direct you to do the right thing, just just to uh, put some context around that. So what I was hearing about your year of development, you need to develop yourself in order to help other people. Uh, I like the comment about the empty Cup. Sharing personal stuff builds connections, because I know that um, we were talking the other day about organisations that it tends to be the culture not to share anything personal. Personal's got nothing to do with working life, and I always think, well, how do you you connect with anybody then if you don't share anything? And uh, I think you said to me, I used to think like that. Yes, that's true.
1: Yes. I used to think like that. And uh, for me, it was really important to have this, um, like the, the wall, I would say the wall between my personal life and my professional life. But then what I noticed is that the more I opened up, the more connections we build. So It was not possible for me to sometimes differentiate between something personal and professional. Of course, there is a uh, certain degree to which you want to open up. This is, of course, up to every person. But then I feel every time there is a common interest or we talk about something with a colleague or it's always about a hobby, a situation in life, experience, travel, something that we had in personal life rather than
0: in my previous job. Yes. One of the books that I've used in the past called Everyone Communicates, Few Connect by John Maxwell. One chapter is talking about find common ground. There are many things and it's very easy to find what we don't like about a person.
1: For this uh, also book that you mentioned with John Maxwell, I remember from this book, I also started thinking about listening. Because I realized that I thought I'm listening to people, but not. I'm not. Because there are so many techniques like active listening. And uh, I remember the moments when I was listening to a colleague or a friend already preparing in my head what I'm going to say next or what I should respond or yes, I had another case or another situation in my life very similar to yours. And now I am completely different in this. I'm really trying and it's, it's hard to listen to a person like so attentively and not like putting anything that okay, this is from my experience, this is my thought. No, listen and even ask more questions to under more questions to understand. And then in the beginning it was a bit hard, but now the questions just pop up in my head like immediately because it's if you if I listen attentively, I understand like it's something that is said, but sometimes it's important something that was not said. So that's that's also another thing that I'm working on.
0: Listening for something that's not said. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. So if I can just pull out then a few things, you've discovered that you're not afraid to look vulnerable or be wrong. Sharing personal things can help connect with other people. And you're also developing listening skills for connecting. Being part of a group helps you to stay on that growth path I I think accountability is all whether you're doing the exercise or or anything Uh, don't try and do it alone and the fact that you can build relationships online was uh, something that you've also discovered Uh, is there anything else that you you would like to close off with any tips for somebody who's looking to change or
1: yes yes I think so I read a post, it was from a colleague of mine. Um, I, why it resonated with me because I've, I've been thinking something similar, but sometimes you need to read because it's framed and it's in a so beautiful sentence that you're like, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Just in my mind, it was a bit chaotic, right? Um, so a colleague of mine I wrote a post about the change, about career change, but I think it can be applied to many other aspects as well. So what she recommended is um, to not think of what role you want to have or what career path to pursue. Instead, think of skills that you want to use and start developing them right now. So no matter in what role you are, no matter what position, if you want to have, uh, um, I don't know, if you like something and you want to develop, develop, try to find a way to develop it. Because she said in her case, The ideal role of Hearst was not even there. It was not even created yet. And when they put this role and they posted this role, she already developed the skills that they were necessary for this role. And she said that she was ready to accept the challenge, even though her position, her title was still different. But what she was doing was exactly what they were looking for. And I found that this is so powerful and it also resonates with what you were saying in one first for the first podcast start where you are i guess we can start where we are and even as a hobby or a project even not if it's not possible to do it at work to develop something that we love doing and then it will pop up that's what at least i believe in
0: that's a, a lovely place to end um, because it's hard to stay in that place of creativity when you're desperate to look for a job, maybe when you're, you're out of work. It's very easy for saboteurs to say, yes, but you just need something. Whereas if you can stay in that space, that's at, actually I'm preparing for something I really, really want. And, and when it appears, I'll be ready. Okay, well, it's been a real pleasure, as always, to talk to you, Ksenia. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And dare I say, lend in some <laughs> lending some youth to this. And I'm very grateful.
1: Thank you so much, Jill. Thank you.